0: Welcome to Cosmic Soup. I am Raina Mari. What up, though? What's happening? What it do? To all my indigos, my star seeds, my crystals, my rainbows, my light workers, my oracles, my sages, my healers, my eclectics, and to every dope human being worldwide, this is for you. I' all we just going to get straight into it. You know, last week we talked about energy currency and day ones and hitters and the difference between the two. This week, I want to get into episode two of the energy currency series and talk about these energy vampires. Hey, I know y'all know some. I know, you know, I've dealt with some. I've learned a lot, as a matter of fact about energy vampires, y'all. You gotta know what you're dealing with out here in these streets so you don't get caught slipping, you feel me? So we're gonna get into it. First of all, I need to establish what an energy vampire actually is. Y'all, an energy vampire is somebody whose sole purpose is to come into your life and steal your high-caliber energy. Because they don't have any of their own. And we got to talk about why they don't. We got to talk about the signs that you need to look for. So you can see if you got any energy vampires in your circle. Because if you do, you already know what you're going to have to do with that. You're going to have to put their asses out. All right. So we're also going to talk about how to guard yourself against EVs. Energy vampires, y'all. We're going to to talk about it. Let's get straight on into it. Let's go. So, what are some of the signs that you have an energy vampire in your life? Some of the things you need to look for, okay? Um, especially if you're an empath, if you typically got a, if you have a big heart, if you're a loving person. Uh, If you're an open person, if you're a social person, if you're an extrovert, you know, if you're a person who loves big and goes hard, who gives all you got, you know, this, this is for you. Here's some things you need to look for. Because if you have energy vampires in your life, they are sucking the life straight out of you. They're draining you of ascension energy. And let me tell you how valuable ascension energy really is. Do you realize that without mental ascension energy being available to you, you do not have the dynamic power you need to go higher, to evolve more? If you don't have the energy to evolve more, guess what that means? That means you stuck. Where you at? And we can't have that. You know why? Because we got stuff to do. All right. We got stuff to do. It's really just that simple. Y'all. We in new earth. And you know what that means? New earth, new rules. So let's go. Uh, sign number one that you might have an energy vampire in your life. Um, This could be um, a male, it could be a female, it could be a friend or somebody that is trying to come in your world. They're trying to hold space. They're trying to get a foothold in your life, trying to establish their presence in your life, male or female, potential love interest, somebody that's potentially pursuing you or trying to pursue you. First sign that you need to look for with this person or these type of people, y'all, is that Um, They mirror you and basically they build a whole false identity for themselves based on who you are, based on what you think, what you stand for and what you do. You got to watch out for that. These are the type of people who, you know, more than likely they let you do a lot of the talking um, and they just do a lot of the listening so that they can see who you are. You know what I mean? So if you're doing all the talking and you say that you a solid person and you can't stand people that lie and, you know what I mean, you faithful and you loyal and you've been burnt a lot in your relationships and, you know, you're not that trustworthy. I mean, trusting of people, they're going to take all of that and mirror that right back to you and claim to be the most loyal, faithful, dependable people on the planet. You got to watch that. Really, what you have to do when people are trying to come into your life, you got to give them an opportunity to tell you who they are. And you need to hold your cards and you need to play them things very wisely because energy vampires are just waiting for you to lay that spread on the table so they can see what you're holding. They want to know what you're holding so they can see how they need to tailor their false identity to fit who you say you are. That's what they wanna do. Whatever you own, that's what they own too. They're known for that. Energy vampires are known for being on what you want, but not in real life. In real life, they're not on what you want. In real life, they're actually on the opposite of what you want. If you're loyal and faithful and dependable and dedicated and honest and you got good morals, trust me when I tell you that an energy vampire is the opposite of who you are they are the opposite they are not the same as you but they will pretend to be they'll build a whole false identity tailor-made just for you based off of who you say you are you got to watch that second thing you got to watch out for is um, check the vibration do they vibrate on the same frequency as you or do they typically vibrate at a much lower frequency than you do? Do you find yourself doing most of the teaching, most of the pouring you know, out of your soul with high level, high powered information? Is that mostly you? And do they mostly just um, kinda listen or half the time? not even listening, pretending to listen, but not even really listening, you'll know that they're not really listening based on the output of information or demonstration that they give back to you. You know what I mean? You could be having a really deep conversation, you know, and you could be building with them, or so you think, about life and love and purpose and pursuit and the cosmos and they could be pretending to listen right but really not even listening not even listening to half of what you are saying. purposely tuning you out on the inside just going blank doing that blank stare you ever seen that before you know that person you got a person in your life right now and that person (laughs) you you got a funny feeling about this person anyway but it seems like Every time you try to talk to them about something profound, they tend to tune you out, half listen, blank stare you. Trust me when I tell you it's because deep down inside, they're really not listening to you. They don't care what you have to say. They really don't. They're really only there because they need the energy. It's really quite simple. They need your energy. So they pretend to care. They pretend to listen just, you know, while you talk and while you rant and get on your soapbox, you know, because you might be a dynamic person. You might be the kind of person that is super dynamic, super prolific, super profound. You might be full of jewels. You might be dropping jewels and they will pretend to listen, right? Give you that blank ass stare. You know what I'm talking about? And deep down inside, not listening to nothing that you talk about. They don't really care. And that's why they're only there for your energy. That's all. They just need to fill up because really energy vampires are empty vessels. They are so empty. And we'll get to why that is in a minute. So the third thing you need to watch out for y'all third sign is, or the third red flag, if that's what you want to call it is they don't hold their own personal constitution. Meaning they have no personal creed or a code or morals of their own that they live by. They appear to be on whatever you're on as soon as they learn what you want. It's really that simple, like I was saying earlier. But they don't have their own creed. They don't have their own constitution or moral code. You know what they say, right, sis? If a man don't stand for something, he'll fall for anything. And these are facts. A man that does not have his own personal constitution is a hazard. I'm gonna tell you right now, because that means that he doesn't really have any deep-seated morals about his life. Facts. And that kind of person coming into your life can only be there to do one thing, and that's to destroy your life. You gotta be careful. Your life is not to be played with. Let's just be clear about that. See, I'm feeling I'm feeling my juices flowing, y'all. I'm getting into my flow now. I'm starting to feel this vibration, y'all. So um, hang tight with me. You know what I'm saying? Take your seatbelt off. How about you do that? Kick your feet up. Let's keep it pushing. So number four, y'all. The number four sign that you need to look for to know if you got an energy vampire in your circle is that they don't reciprocate you often, if ever, but are always ready and available to feed off whatever it is you're bringing to the table. There's never an equal exchange of power with them. It's never equal. You never feel reciprocated. They never bring to the table anything of real value to them. They will bring you crumbs though, but they won't bring you anything of real value to them. They bring the bare minimum to the table but they want you to give them high level investment. They feel entitled. Energy vampires are typically people who feel very entitled and they are very arrogant and they want to sit in a seat in your life, a high level seat that they haven't even earned the right to sit in because they don't pay the price. Energy vampires don't pay the price in their personal lives. They don't do self mastery. They don't do self discipline. They don't do personal development. That's why they're empty. That's why they're vampires, y'all. Sis, you got to watch out for that. And then for my brothers, too. This is for y'all, too. Okay? You got to watch out for that because there's a lot of empty vessels out here in this world, y'all out here wandering around looking for somebody to latch on to like leeches and they will suck the life and the energy right out of you if you let them okay that's a choice so what's the next sign y'all the next sign that you need to watch out for is that their words and their actions almost never ever line up ever they will future fake your ass to death They will give you empty promise after empty promise. They'll give you what I like to call sentiment. They love to give sentiments, y'all. Them sentiments (laughs) all day long. They be flapping their jaws and running their mouths. And they love to give you sentiments, compliments, tell you all the things that they're going to one day might might be, could be, would do if they had for you. But they'll never come through. They'll never really truly invest, but they'll talk a good game. They just ain't going to never back it up. That's an energy vampire. Especially if you are the type of person who keeps your word. If you're the type of person who is accountable. If you're the type of person who commits to your relationships, gives it your all, even in your friendships. Not even just your love relationships, but just across the board. Business, friendships, Love relationships, you give your all, you commit. It doesn't mean you're perfect. No one's perfect, but you're accountable, you know, meaning even when you can't show up or let's say it wasn't a good day and you couldn't show up, you're always accountable to the people that you're committed to. You give an explanation. You show up as soon as you are available. You make sure to put in your best foot forward. You put in the good foot, okay? Energy vampires, look for people like you, all right? You are the perfect host for a parasite like that. And you better know they are bloodthirsty. Just know that. Um, yeah, so you got to really be careful about that because this is your life we talking about, y'all. So the next sign you need to watch out for, y'all, is that um, personal development and self-mastery are never consistent themes in their lives. Energy vampires, quiet as kept, usually have a lot of addictions that they hide from people. And an energy vampire's biggest addiction usually is people. You ever met a people addict? I bet you have. Because if you're listening to this right now and is resonating heavy with you, guaranteed. You probably have had an energy va- vampire in your life or you dealing with one right now. And that's just what it is. Energy vampires typically have a lot of addictions. They have secret addictions that they don't tell people about. They have people addictions. They typically don't like to be by themselves. They typically have sh- shallow relationships. Um. You know, if it's a man, but let's say you're a woman and you're dealing with a man, right? And this man is trying to come in your life or trying to pursue you or somebody that you're in a relationship with. And this man typically wants to have a lot of women around him. Always has to have a lot of female friends, quote, quote, that type of person. Um, The reason why typically is because they need the supply. Because they're empty. Because they're not full personal development and self-mastery, but are instead full of attachments, codependencies, addictions, addicted to people, addicted to idealizing and pursuing people. And once they get their fill typically, or they get what they want from the people that they're pursuing, they typically ghost, they typically disappear, they typically you know, that mask starts dropping off. You know what they say. They say that most times, you know, somebody that's just playing a part will eventually forget their lines. So you gotta pay attention and these are facts. So the next sign you need to watch out for y'all with energy vampires is that they talk a good game but they almost never ever keep their word with you. That's a common thread in the life of an energy vampire. They'll tell you everything they gon' do, would do, could do, should do. They ain't gonna never show up though. You know, you could be trying to set, you know, lunch dates or you could be trying to hang out or you could be trying to do a business, you know, venture or just connect. And every time you try to connect or every time they say they're gonna connect with you, they don't ever show up. They ghost you. They ghost you, they, they don't follow through. They don't stay consistent. You gotta watch out for that because anybody that's talking more than they're demonstrating in your life is definitely a vampire, especially if you're consistent and you're committed and you demonstrate more than you talk. That's not an equal exchange of power. That's a parasitic situation all by itself. Remember that. Next sign to watch out for y'all is even though they don't add any real value to your life, Other than the superficial sentiments or empty promises, they love to keep a toehold on you so they can come back and get more energy from you when they need it. Facts. They typically will rotate you along with other people and they just kind of cycle through y'all, you know, until they disappoint one over here and then they come back and bounce into your court, right? And then after a while, you know, they get bored with you or they can't get what they want from you or they get a little bit of supply energy from you or whatever. If you're sleeping with them or if they can get a little something, something from you, right? Get a little sugar. They're going to get a little something from you. And then when they're done, they're going the other way. They're going to bounce back to the other side of the court where the other balls are, these other people. And they just kind of make their rounds. That's typically what they do. You got to watch out for that. Um because they're not really adding any real value to your life. That's how you'll know it's an energy vampire. They don't add value to you. Okay. They don't invest. There's just no substance really there with them, but they may talk a good game. And like I said, you know, with the mirroring, that was the first thing I talked about with the mirroring, They told you everything that you wanted to hear based on who you said you were, because you was talking too much. You was talking way too much about yourself. So they mirrored that real good and told you exactly what you wanted to hear. But in real life, they're not really demonstrating who they say they are. And you're already feeling some kind of funny way about it as it is. You don't have peace with that. But you haven't decided what you gonna do with it. so. You know, when the phone rings, then you probably pick it up and you don't have peace because something inside you doesn't feel like it's equal. You don't feel like you're being reciprocated. That's already a problem. You don't have peace. Your intuition is talking to you about this person and you have not made a decision on what you gonna do about it. And I'm telling you right now, it's time to make a decision. And in a few minutes, we're gonna talk about why you gotta make a decision, all right? What's the next thing? Next warning sign. The next red flag you need to watch out for. Well, they don't invest anything into you that's of any real value to them. They'll literally give you their crumbs, if they give you anything at all, in exchange for your eight-course meal. How that work, y'all? Come on now. How that work? How you giving me crumbs and expecting me to give you an eight-course meal? What is that? I'm going to tell you what that is. That's some bullshit. That's what that is. Unacceptable. Completely unacceptable, right? We do know that, don't we? Why would we think that it would be acceptable for anybody to come into our lives that's not equally exchanging energy with us? No, we're not going to do that. We ain't keeping that up in 2021, y'all. We done with relationships and with people who come into our lives and just want to take, 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 take while we give, 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 give all we got. We ain't doing that no more. You know, just like the story of the giving tree. I don't know if you're familiar with the shell Silverstein. He was an author from my childhood who I absolutely loved. All right. And he had a couple of books that I can recall off the top of my head. He had Where the Sidewalk Ends, and he had The Giving Tree. And there was a third one too, and I can't think of the name of it right now. But The Giving Tree specifically was about this tree and this boy. And this boy, that kept coming back to this tree over and over again for this tree to give him, the boy, parts of the tree's self. So the tree just kept giving parts of the tree self to the boy and the boy would just take and take. And as the boy grew and got older, you know, the tree just kept giving to him. And I think at one point the the boy, you know, he was growing into a man and he needed a boat and the tree gave him enough of himself that the boy could actually make a boat out of him and all that good stuff. And at the end of that boy's life, that tree was down to nothing but a stump and really had nothing left to give to the boy. All right. And that right there is like a powerful example of what it's like to be a giving person. You could be like the giving tree and just be giving and giving and giving, even if it's just your intellect, even if it's just your time. And in more intimate situations, what about when you're giving your love, right? Giving your body, giving your heart, your talent. Some of y'all giving up your money. Especially my brothers, y'all. Y'all be getting, listen, we gonna tighten up, brothers. Y'all be getting tricked out here in these streets over these pretty faces. And getting game ran on you because you ain't up on game and you be thinking sis feeling you and she ain't really feeling you. She just rolling you, baby, like a Tootsie Roll. She rolling you and got a hand out and she going in your pockets and you thinking Because she play a position and she'll sit on the phone with you and talk your ear off about all the problems and all that. And you giving all this good advice. (laughs) Oh, my God. And really, she just playing a position because she going to stick that hand out and talk about her problems with her money, too. Just like she talking about her problems with her love life. And she need a bill paid and this is due and that's about to get cut off and all of this. And you cash happen and you coming out your pocket and you ain't even getting nothing in return. You just... You just tricking. You feel me? I guess it ain't tricking if you got it, but, mm, you know, we're going to get into that another show. But okay, we're going to get back to this, y'all. So what's what's another warning sign that you need to watch out for to know if you've got an energy vampire in your life? I'm going to say another sign is going to be that they feel entitled to hold you know, like the highest position in your life. They want carte blanche. They want you to roll out that red carpet for them. They want presidential VIP treatment, but they typically don't give you that same high caliber level of honor at all across the board. You could be somebody who, you know, maybe you got your own business, you know, maybe you You know, you got a podcast or you an artist or a musician or, you know, you're an entrepreneur and you're doing great things. And this is a person that doesn't invest into your ventures or your creative content or your flow on any level whatsoever, period, at all. They might even be the kind of person who calls your ventures little. Oh, I see you got that little business thing going on. Can I see that little thing you're doing? Oh, it's little? <laughs> Noted. You got to watch out for people like that, huh? You got to listen more than you talk, like I said earlier. You really got to pay attention because people honestly will tell you who they are. They will show you. And when they do, you need to pay attention. Believe them the first time. That's all I'm going to say about that, all right? Nobody in your life should be sitting in a seat that they did not earn. And that's on relationships that are intimate or business or friendships, male or female. I don't care who it is, y'all. Why do we do that? Why do we let people sit in seats in our lives that haven't earned the right to sit there? They haven't really invested nothing but sentiment and empty promises. Hey, that's unacceptable. At least for me. Alright, that's all I'm saying. Now, you can do what you want to do if you wanna waste your time, but you know, waste of time is worse than wasting money because at least the money you can get back. Ooh. Anyway, moving on. So what's the next sign, y'all, that you know you might be dealing with the energy vampire? The next sign I'm gonna say is that they blow hot and cold with you. They ghost you, they disappear, or or they just are flat-out unavailable to you and for you. Ladies, you ever dealt with an emotionally unavailable man before? Now, I know some of y'all can attest to this. I know I can. Uh, Emotionally unavailable men are the... I'm going to say that they are the epitome of the weekend at Bernie's. Any of y'all ever seen that movie, Weekend at Bernie's? it was about these dudes they had this friend right this guy and i don't know what happened to the dude but i guess he like was deceased he he passed away and i don't remember why but they basically were trying to conceal the fact that he passed away so they were like dressing him up and taking him to parties and stuff and They wanted the people to believe that he was still alive. Like they put some sunglasses on him, put that, put that hat on him. You know what I'm saying? Had him dressed up in them little Hawaiian shirts. (laughs) You remember the Hawaiian shirts back in the day? (laughs) But he was really deceased. He wasn't even for really alive. Like he, he was not available. And some of us are dealing with emotionally unavailable people who ghost us and blow hot and cold. Those are energy vampires. It's unacceptable, emotionally unavailable. And then they come back with all the excuses of why they're not available. And they love the attention too, you know. Oh, they were going through something, and oh, you know, just having a hard time. And oh, they just want your sympathy, and they're playing the victim. And God forbid you're not okay with it. And God forbid you let them know that that's unacceptable for you as a standard for them to be in your life. Then all of a sudden, you the bad guy. If you communicate your feelings, you better watch out for that. That's a vampire, y'all. I'm going to tell you now, that's a vampire. Ooh, wee, wee. All right, moving on. Next sign, y'all. Your intuition. Let's, Let's talk about this intuition for a minute. Ladies, especially. Black woman. Do you know that your intuition is your cosmic GPS, not just to the stars, but to humanity? Your intuition will never lie to you, will never steer you wrong, and reads the energy correctly the first time, every single time. Did you hear me? I said your intuition will never steer you wrong and will read the energy the first time correctly every single time. That's your GPS to the stars and to humanity and don't you ever forget it. As soon as a person comes into your aura, as soon as they come into your energy field, whether it's their first time coming in or their hundredth time coming in, your internal GPS Or what i call your bluetooth or your satellite will scan that person's energy immediately and read it that's a standard protocol for a god body being like yourself black woman you are mitochondrial eve you have been here longer than anybody else on this planet period worldwide you have an internal gps system and an internal satellite system that scans and reads all energy. And when somebody comes into your life for the first or the hundredth time, no matter how many times they've come around, you scan and read them. And your intuition will read them correctly the first time. But what we have to start doing is honoring our intuition and respecting our intuition and allowing our intuition, which is a part of our higher selves to have her say and to be honored and protected. We always say protect the black woman, but it starts with us. We got to protect ourselves. You know what I mean? Why do we let sketchy people come into our lives that haven't proven to us that they've earned a right to be there? Why do we do that? We're going to stop doing that. In 2021, tonight, today. Okay, period. Next sign, y'all. They try to get you to do things that you don't have peace with. You know, like they try to convince you to let them partake of your body or your space or your time in a way that you don't desire them to. And you probably have expressed that you don't desire them to to do a thing that they're trying to convince you to let them do, whether that's to get in your panties or take up your time or your resources, you know? You ever have a person try to come into your world who they don't even ask you how you're doing? They can call your phone, right? They don't even ask you how you're doing and the first thing they cut to is whatever scam and scheme they own. They own some kind of money scheme or they they need something or they want something. And they immediately cut to that when you get on the phone. They don't even care how you're doing. So they don't even bother to ask. And some folks are just real flagrant. They don't care if you can see them for what they are or not. Because they are all about their own survival. They could care less about what the impact will be of their half hazard, half committed undercutting, low-balling kind of being the effect that they could have on you, they could care less about that effect. They only care what they can get out of you. They only care how you can benefit them. They do not care how they impact your life. That is an energy vampire. These could be female friends. These could be family members. It could be a love relationship, an ex who's trying to come back into your life. I don't care. Listen, somebody trying to pursue and come in anew, I don't care. Vampire, uh-uh. No, we're going to talk about how to safeguard ourselves in a few minutes, y'all, against that. But I got another quick red flag for you. And um, I mean, I could keep going, but I'm going to just give you one more. And this is just a few. Just a few for you to think about and consider. And I know by now, if... You hear, you know, and listening to this cast tonight with me, you already resonate. And that's why you're still here. So the next sign you need to watch out for is if you're in a committed relationship with an energy vampire, you'll see that your life starts going downhill and getting worse while their life starts to pick up speed and get better. That's a sure sign you're dealing with an energy vampire, y'all. Because when they come in, They take, 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 take. They show got a lot of standards. They show do, but they don't keep any. They don't care about your boundaries. They don't care about your standards. They don't care about your feelings. They are not there for you. They are there for what they can get out of you. And that's the one thing that you must remember. Okay. And the reason why you need to remember this is because I, like I said earlier, this is your life. We're talking, this is your life. And in this vessel, you only get one shot. You screw this up. And trust me when I tell you, you will have forfeited your mission. God forbid you forfeit your mission. Because you know what that means, right? If you forfeit, that means that you're going to have to do this over. Do you want to do this over? You know what I mean? Earth kind of (laughs) ghetto. Right? Is it ghetto or no? I don't think you want to do this over. I think you want to rank, keep personally developing, keep personally ascending so that you can get your rank and move on. To me, that sounds like a better plan than having to come back here potentially in another vessel, not of your choosing, a lesser vessel than the one you have now. Because you didn't have the rank to choose a better vessel just to come back and learn lessons that you refused to learn this lifetime. Is that what you want? We're going to get into that in another episode, y'all. We will. I got a whole nother series about that. We're going to get into it. We're going to talk about karmic debt and how karma affects you, how it has affected you previously up until this lifetime and how it will affect you in your life to come. Because, you know, we're going to have to go ahead and set some of that straight. So anyway, y'all, let's get into the dangers right now of keeping energy vampires around. You know, there's dangers associated with keeping parasites in your life. You know, and and one of the main dangers is that they will deplete you of your precious energy, y'all leave you fatigued and distracted, which definitely, uh, you know, to set you up to be blindsided by unnecessary spiritual potholes that you otherwise definitely would've avoided. If you're distracted because somebody's in your life that's irritating your energy, disappointing you, devaluing you, neglecting you, rejecting you, not exchanging equal energy with you, taking more than they give to you, hurting you, anything like that. Don't you know that that's a huge distraction to your ascension energy? Because the ascension is happening in your mind. And if your mind is constantly distracted because of what somebody else is doing, then there's no way that you are aligned with your purpose. There's no way that you can be paying attention to what someone else is doing constantly, what they said, what they meant, why they do this, why they do that, what they did, and also still be focused on your personal development, what you need to do, aligning your mind, um, dealing with your, you know, your shadows or what some people call shadow work, dealing with your lower nature, you know, those traumas, that you have within you from your childhood, your hurts, your pains, your disappointments, your flaws, your failures, your weaknesses, your addictions, whatever you got going on. There's no way that you could be working on all of that and also focus constantly or constantly distracted by what someone else is doing. You cannot do both. You have to pick a side. And if I were you, I'd pick and choose me. Not me isn't me. I'm going to choose me. But you need to choose you. Choose you. Because you the only you you got. And if you don't make it happen, can't nobody do this for you. It's all on you. Remember that. It's all on you. So another danger is that if they're draining your ascension energy, then what energy will you have left to ascend with? Explain that to me. Because you can't do both. You can't. It's not possible. Like I said. So you have to decide whether you want to be powerful or pitiful. But you ain't going to be both. You ain't going to be both. And a lot of y'all need to make a decision tonight. Or today. You know, you could be on the other side of the world. It might be today for you. But it's tonight where I'm at. It's nighttime. A lot of y'all need to make a decision tonight. Because you've been delaying this thing even though you don't have peace with this person being in your life you're not pleased with this person but you don't feel that you have the autonomy to make personal decisions for yourself but let me just tell you you have inherent right to make decisions for yourself you have birthright to make decisions for yourself about who should be in your life and who shouldn't be in your life. And we got to let go of these constructs, y'all. The construct that says that when somebody comes, comes into our life, that it's a prison sentence and we just have to keep going and keep going and keep going no matter what they do. You know, even when they don't measure up and even when they don't do what they're supposed to do to maintain their half of the commitment that we in order to prove that we are loyal and that we are who we say we are. That we just have to keep going and stay in this thing with people that don't measure up to our standards. We don't have to do that. You think they thinking about you when they do what they do? They do what they want to do. But they expect you to do what you got to do. How long are you gonna keep settling for that? Because you're free to choose at any given moment. And we can't keep playing the victim, y'all, you know, and blaming what's happening with us inside of these relationships on these other people when we allow them to keep coming back into our lives. All because we get lonely, you know, we don't know how to love ourselves, we don't love ourselves, we don't know who we are, we don't know what we want. We don't take time to reflect. Really, the work starts within self. We're trying to save somebody else. We're trying to heal somebody else who don't want to be healed. When we ailing ourselves, when we're sick ourselves in our souls, our hearts and our minds. It's time to do our own work, y'all. So another danger of keeping energy vampires in our lives is that If like I was saying earlier, if we don't ascend, if we don't continue the ascension process, y'all, then we will ultimately forfeit our life's mission, um, that we came to earth to do in the first place. And who wants to deal with the consequences of that? Do you really want to forfeit your mission all for the illusion of love? of friendship, of comfort, of fake security, of a few dollars? You see what I'm saying? Are we going to forfeit the mission over a few dollars because somebody's giving us a few dollars or somebody's paying the bills because we need a little bit, you know what I'm saying? I need a little something, you know what I'm saying? I know he ain't the man of my dreams, but shoot, You know what I'm saying? He know how to put it down, though. Do we Really? Is he really putting it down, or is it just what you're familiar with? Huh? Oh, but I love him, though. But I love him. I do love him. Oh, yeah, I ain't saying you don't. But do you love yourself? That's the question. Because if you love him more than you love you, we got a problem. If you're more loyal to him or to them than you are to you, you so loyal to them that you betraying yourself. Do you think that makes sense? Do you think that's going to work? Because see, at the end of the day, when you do transition out of this body and you go back into the afterlife and you answer to the counsel, do you think that they're going to ask you about that person or do you think they're going to ask you about you? Because you're going to have to give an account for what you did while you were in this body. And this is what you need to remember, y'all. This it. All right. So, you know, basically because they're energy vampires, that means that they're toxic and whatever they're involved with karma and otherwise you do realize that that karma will ultimately impact you by default simply because you're connected to them. Right? To me, that's one of the biggest dangers of being in relationship or having an energy vampire in your life. It's the karma for me, straight up. And I've been there, so I'm talking from experience, y'all. I'm talking from, I earned all my jewels in my crown, every last one of them. I didn't buy none of the jewels in my crown. Any of the fire that I have, the magic I got, any of this power I'm walking in, baby, I paid the price. I was tried by fire and purified. I'm trying to explain something to you. And to me, The worst thing about being involved with an energy vampire is that the karma associated with them, because all energy vampires have karma on them, all of them. I ain't never seen one that was karma free. And I do, when I say karma, because karma can be positive if you, if you're putting out the right energy into the universe, then you've got good karma coming back. But energy vampires don't put good karma out into the universe. You know that, right? They don't, which means they have bad karma. Okay. Do you really want to be involved with somebody that's got bad karma attached to their life? Do you? I need to take a drink on that. One second, please. Let me tell you. The last thing you want to do is be involved with somebody. And I'm going to say anybody that has bad karma attached to their life because whatever it is they got coming. If you're attached to them, it's going to hit you too. Even if it doesn't impact you directly, you see what I'm saying? Even if it doesn't impact you directly, it's still coming. It's going to get you somehow, some way. Can't you do without that? Haven't you been through enough? Or are you just a glutton for punishment? Do you, do you have a martyr complex? And that's not something that we're going to get into tonight. But that murder complex is a real thing. You know, some of us think we can just save the world. We just want to save people. And we take on pet projects. (laughs) Thinking we're going to rescue somebody and change somebody. Sweetheart, you ain't going to change. Nobody that don't want to do no changing. Because if they really wanted to do some changing, they wouldn't need you to do it. Listen to me. All right. So... You know, you just need to remember that if you continue to hold space for the wrong motherfuckers, the right ones won't have any room to come into your life. This is what you need to know. You got to clear the space to attract what you deserve, baby. Clear the space. And it's time for some of y'all to make a decision tonight. And this applies to all of us. We all got to make decisions in life that we don't always want to make decisions that make us uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Sometimes those decisions are hard. Sometimes they hurt. And sometimes you got to break your own heart to heal. You know, sometimes that has to happen with bones. Sometimes they got to re-break them in order to set them correctly. Same thing with your heart. Sometimes you got to tear something in order to re-sew it. Some of us need to understand, you know, you, you got people in your life. You got a man in your life. That ain't really doing you no good. He just benefiting off of your energy. You're a dynamic soul. You're a beautiful soul. You're an empath. You're loving. You're full of vitality. You got dreams. You got goals. And you got somebody in your life that's just benefiting off of all that. They're doing the bare minimum. Not reciprocating you. Not giving you solidarity. You know? They're not even your comrade. They're not even your confidant for real. They don't exchange with you. And yet you keep them around and you keep them around because it's familiar. You know what I mean? It's familiar. And you calling it love because it's all, you know, and maybe you don't know what real love is. And that could be the thing too. Maybe you just, you don't know what real love is yet because you have not begun to love yourself. And the self love journey is a journey that it's time to take because we don't have time to waste. You know, the shot clock is ticking. You know, we only have a set amount of time to do what it is we need to do before this thing comes to the culmination of the end, as we know it anyway. You know, so the Cosmos are working with you right now. I I wouldn't play around with it if I were you. But hey, that's just me. So that's all I got for tonight. That's all I got. I hope that this episode touched you. I hope it resonated with you. I hope it got you thinking. And if you are somebody that needs to make a decision about somebody in your life, or there's somebody trying to come into your life that you need to evaluate, hold them up to these checklists, to these warning signs, y'all. Hold them up to these red flags and see how they measure up. Because, baby, if it don't fit, Like Johnny Cochran said, you must have (laughs) quit. On that note, I'm out. It's been real. Watch out for them energy vampires, y'all. You too dynamic to be giving your energy away for free, baby. You know, energy is your currency. Don't you ever forget that. And as a matter of fact, it's the most valuable form of currency that you have. Know that. All right. This is Raina Mari. You listen in the cosmic soup. Till next time. I'm out. Welcome to Cosmic Soup, y'all. What to do? What to do? This is Raina Marie and um Ooh, I think I got my favorite episode so far coming today. I've been waiting to do this episode ooh, for months, for months. You know, it's time we get into it. It's time. It's time. It's a beautiful Saturday. I hope y'all are living today and not just existing. There's so much to live for. There's so much to be thankful for. It's a beautiful day. You know, it's a mindset uh, that you could have that really could determine how this day is going to go for you. And I'm just going to give the disclaimer up front on this episode, y'all. I am not here to appeal to the respectable, conservative crowd. This might not be the the spot for you. (laughs) This cast may not be for you. I'm here to appeal to those who think outside the box, to those who color outside of the lines, to those who prefer to think for themselves. Yeah, those. So what up, though, to all my star seeds, my crystals, my rainbows, my indigos? all my healers, my sages, my oracles, my light workers, and every dope human being around the world. This episode is for you. If you've been through relationship heartbreak and you were the loyal party, some of us have been through heartbreak and shed tears over people that You know, we have loved with intensity, sincerity, devotion, commitment, faithfulness, integrity, eh, you know, longevity, dynamically, passionately, zealously, consistently. Some of us, we are the type of people who When we give you our hearts, when we choose you, we go the distance. We go all out. We stay ten toes in it. We stay down. Always. Some of us are that way. But some of us in this life have learned very painful lessons about love through betrayal. Have we not? Some of us have been betrayed by people in relationships, and this episode particularly is for love relationships, romantic relationships. Some of us have given our all, um, and yet we've been betrayed. We've been sidestepped, overlooked, devalued, pushed aside, rejected, abandoned, alienated, forsaken by those that we love as much as we love ourselves. And for some of you all listening to this, you know, while your heart was broken by the person that you loved as much as you love yourself, when they walked, you were left to pick up the pieces of your shattered heart while it appeared that they just went on with their lives, like nothing happened. Nine times out of 10, they were, you know, spilling a narrative to people, especially new prospects. People actually, they could have been in the picture the whole time, you might've been with this person. You could have been married. You might've just been in a long-term relationship. They could have been, you know, having other people in the mix, you know, like Gumbo on the side the whole time, okay? But to these prospects, whether they're new or old, a lot of times, the betrayer, once they leave the relationship with somebody who was loyal, they spew whatever the narrative is that they use. It's kind of like a salesman's pitch, you know, but I'm gonna call them snake oil salesmen, y'all. Y'all know what a snake oil salesman is. Let me explain to you. A snake oil salesman, and it's a, it's a, To me, it's just a figure of speech, but if you ask my grandmother (laughs) or maybe her mother, they might say the story originated from, you know, true origins of actual snake oil salesmen, traveling snake oil salesmen who would come to your door with the attache case, you know, with the suitcase, the briefcase, and you know, tell you how this oil will heal you. They they come to, to your house, they knock on your door and they give the sales spiel and tell you how this oil that they have is life-changing, it's miraculous, it'll change your life, heal you, help you attract love and prosperity and all this stuff, snake oil salesmen. That's a term, y'all. It's a term very fitting for traders who come into our lives and sell us snake oil. They promise us the world, don't they? Mm. They promise us the sun, the moon, the stars, Venus, Jupiter, and Mars, don't they? Yeah. And what they deliver is not heaven, but hell. They don't deliver the galaxies. They deliver the belly of the beast to us they give us the trash while they reap the treasure from us, you know, these are those kind of people, traitors, they come in promising us all kind of stuff, y'all, come in promising us, you know, love and, and, and devotion and passion one day, but you know the red flags, I'm gonna do an episode y'all on these red flags, because we need to talk about the red flags in relationships that you see along the way with people like this that um you tend to overlook, you know, I know I'm guilty of that, you know I, I think a lot of us have been there, especially if you've grown, you didn't lived a little bit, true or not true, you didn't lived a little bit, so um, you know, we need to talk about that in a separate episode, but this time around, we just want to talk about the karma, is there karma for people who come into the lives of people who, and mean them no good, people with ill intentions, hidden agendas, bad motives, coming coming into the lives of people who mean them nothing but good, you know, and getting in relationship with people, and knowing that they're not devoted, that they're never gonna be, that they're not sincere, but yet coming into the lives of people who are. Do you think there's karma for people like that, y'all? Well, I'm here to tell you that there is. There definitely is. Excuse me, y'all. Sun is beaming. Right now, right here, we're doing a pull-up episode, y'all. I'm in the whip, so... (laughs) Bear with me, will you? Won't you come go with me on this journey? And let me welcome you to Karma's Cafe, where you may not always get what you desire, but you always get what you deserve, okay? So y'all come on in. Let's go on and take a look at this menu here. I think you should see the menu so that you can know what it is Karma has to offer you. At her cafe cuz she's gonna serve you baby you gonna eat now is it gonna be a trick or is it gonna be a treat are you gonna enjoy your meal are you gonna get the whole loaf or you gonna get crumbs from Karma's cafe cuz we we all don't get the same thing at Karma's cafe nobody's order is quite the same so we got to talk about this karma y'all this relationship karma for people who are not loyal, who come into the lives of people who are loyal, people who are not genuine, who are disingenuous, who come into the lives of people who are genuinely in love with them. Now, these type of people, I'm going to call them traitors because I don't know what else to call somebody like that. You either a writer or you a traitor. You can't be both. You're one or the other, correct? So we're going to talk about it. So with, with traitors like this, you know, that they come into the lives of unsuspecting people who are looking for love, ready for love, and some who are prepared for love, ready for love. And they see potential, they see how this person would be of benefit to them and what they could gain, and you know, they come into the lives of people like this and they take advantage, real simple. They manipulate, they deceive, some steal, they cheat, they take advantage in every way you can imagine, they hurt people, they will throw you up under the bus if it means saving their own asses. These are traitors. This is what they do. Will manipulate you, gaslight you, huh? yeah some of y'all know exactly what I'm talking about it's It's the worst thing in the world for somebody that's an honest person to be in relationship committed to a person who's a liar, who's a gaslighter and a manipulator. That's the worst thing in the world to be in relationship with like you know like with a person like that, there's a lot of women who can relate to this. Most women, in fact, can relate to this. Being in a relationship with a man who you've given your all, you've given your heart, you've given your time, you've given your soul, you've given your body, your womb, you've given it all. And you've been honest, committed, loyal, dedicated, dependable, passionate. You stay ready, you solid. But you're with somebody that is just not on your level energetically. You got more magic In your little pinky fingernail, and they got and they hold ten fingers. This is that kind of thing, you know. They feeding off your energy, and you getting drained trying to keep them alive, okay? Trying to keep them afloat. And this thing here, you go through a relationship with a person like that, and maybe it lasted a long time. Maybe you were together for years. Maybe you've been together a real long time. Maybe it's a short relationship. Maybe you've been through a few. But if you know what I'm talking about, then you know. So. Karma, which, you know, it's a universal understanding, really. I think we all, no matter what culture we come from, we understand karma. You know, karma happens to us all. All, okay? You put out into the universe, and you always receive a return. That is the law of the cosmos. Some call it seed time and harvest, some call it karma, some call it juju. But whatever you call it, just know that it's a real law that we all participate in, whether we want to or not, agree with it or not, think it's fair or not, want it or not. It doesn't matter how you feel about it. Same concept of gravity, y'all. You don't have to like gravity, but if you jump off of a a 50-story building, I think we all know how that's going to turn out. Gravity ain't going to have nothing to do with it. At that point, it's going to be all on you. You're the one jumped off the building. So just because you don't believe in gravity and you don't agree with gravity and you don't receive it, I don't receive that. I don't receive that I'm going to fall off a 50-story building and <laughs> crack my body into a pile of dust. I don't think that's going to happen to me. You can think whatever you want to think. Does not matter cosmic law applies to us all let's be perfectly clear shall we okay so with that being said y'all i just want you to know and again y'all i'm I'm in the whip so you have to excuse me it's a nice sunny day it's getting a little hot in here but karma happens to us all y'all and with that being said we have to know that It's a real thing for you if you come into a person's life with ill intentions. And the person's life who you're coming into is a life of goodness. That person is a good-hearted human being who loves and who is honest, who cares, who's faithful. And you are none of those things, but you pretend to be those things. And you come into a person's life like that and take advantage of a person like that and mislead a person like that. You got karma coming for you. I promise you. She coming. She always does. Not only is she coming, but she ain't never late. (laughs) She ain't never late. She knows where everybody lives. She knows everybody by name. She never gets the addresses mixed up, y'all. I promise you. She will show up wherever you're at. It does not have to be at your house. And you cannot run and you cannot hide from her. She coming, wherever you at, to deliver to you what you ordered. It's Karma's Cafe, y'all. Again, you might not always get what you desire, but you always get what you ordered. Karma's Cafe has been in business, y'all, since the beginning of human civilization and longer than that. Eternal. She is eternal. If we personified her, she's eternal. She is a force. She is not to be fooled with. You need to respect her. You need to understand her. You need to honor her. Because karma actually honors those who honor her. Okay? However, this episode is not about karma's honor. This episode is about relationship karma for the traitors. What does relationship karma look like with them? Let's take a look, y'all, at three important things to remember about Karma's Cafe in Relationships for Traders. This is what it is. Ha, ha, this is what it is, y'all. The first thing that we need to know about Karma's Cafe in Relationships is what you did will be done to you, multiplied in most cases. Sit on that for a second. I know you don't like that. Huh? You don't like to hear that, especially if you're a person of ill integrity. You don't want to hear that what you've done wrong to someone else intentionally is coming for you and is going to be done to you. I know you don't want to hear that, but let me tell you something. You're going to feel that. It doesn't matter what you want to hear. It doesn't matter how you feel about it. Karma happens to us all. So you will have done to you, in most cases, multiplied what you've done to others. So if you're in relationship and you, you know, as a man, let's say, as a man, you're in relationship with a woman and you lied and betrayed and you cheated and you manipulated and gaslit and you did malicious things and you were treacherous, unfaithful, cold. You know, you did what you wanted to do while she did what she had to do. You took advantage. Oh yeah, let me explain to you. Because eventually, more than likely, you will lose a woman like that. You will. She's not going to stick around forever. And if she does, it's more than likely going to cost her her life. That's also another reality. However, if, if, if she sticks around, you know, even while she's there, What you do in the dark will be done to you in the light. You can only lie and cheat and betray for so long before karma comes looking for you. And the person you're with may not even know that that's what's happening. She may not even understand why you're reaping some karma. She might not know that's what it is. And you may not be honest. You may be, you know exactly what it is, though. But you may be telling her, oh, no, no, that's not why that happened. No, that didn't, no, no, it was just something innocent. Oh, it was probably just, you know, natural happenstance. That's why that happened to me. You may be misleading her, but you might be catching karma. Because when she shows up, karma shows up to handle business. She is focused. She never gets it wrong. And she's going to finish all she came to do whether you like it or not. So just know that if you're in a relationship and you're a man, or even if you're a woman, y'all, I mean, seriously, because this goes both ways. If you're in a relationship with someone and you are treacherous and malicious and taking advantage of that person and they've done nothing but love you, let me tell you something. Karma, she's more than likely already come for you in many different ways. But the ultimate karmic debt for you will be the relationship karma you reap in your next relationship. If you committed your treachery in the love relationship, just know that the majority of your karma is coming from a love relationship. So, for instance, if you're a man and you came into the relationship with a woman that you you told that you loved, You told her that you would be there. You told her that it was forever. But you know damn well that you didn't mean anything you said. And you never demonstrated what you were saying. You kept coming up short. Kept making her cry. Just know that if you came in disingenuous, you going into your next relationship the same. And the relationship that you get, that woman will be disingenuous also. Uh Uh-huh, especially if you had a woman or if you have a woman, if you're still in that relationship and you are the person I'm talking about and you are not genuine, but she is, you're not faithful, but she is, you're dishonest, but she tells the truth, you're not committed, but she's completely devoted to you, just know that when she's fed up and done and she leaves you for herself and just know that if a woman leaves you for herself, she ain't coming back. Now, if she leave you for another man or something like that, she might be back or, or for another person, another woman or whatever. She, she might be back. But if she leaves you for herself, hang it up, buddy. <laughs> it's over with. It's a wrap. And that's that's law. So with a woman like that, if you come into the life of a woman like that and you are disingenuous and you have hidden agenda hidden intentions, and you're not sincere, just know that your next relationship is gonna be the same way. Not only will you not be sincere, but because karma comes back multiplied, that means that she won't be sincere either. She may have sincerity about her. She may have certain things within her character that may be sincere, somewhat sincere, mostly sincere. But believe me when I tell you, because of the law of karma, there are things about her that will not be sincere. If you came into the relationship that you are in or were in with an honest woman and you came in dishonestly, your next relationship, that woman's coming into your life dishonestly. She has things she's concealing too. If you, if you were using the woman that you are with or were with, just know that the next woman is coming into your life, that's her number one agenda, is to see how she can take advantage of you. That's, that's law. You're not going to be able to escape that. If you didn't love that woman right that you had, the next relationship you get, she ain't going to love you right. And it's going to be triple times if the woman that you had loved you right, if she gave you the galaxies from her soul, from her mind. If she gave you that and you still trashed it, you still abandoned it, it still wasn't good enough Just just know that the next woman coming into your life ain't going to be good enough. She really ain't going to be good enough. She's going to trash you in ways you may not even be aware of. Because, see, let me tell you something. A woman knows how to play chess very well. If you came into the life of a woman and you were in relationship with a woman or are in relationship with a woman that you are taking advantage of, that you're using for gain, just know that the next woman coming in your life, that's what she's in it for that's that's it. You need to understand the game. Let me put you up on game and help you understand these rules of karmic debt. You don't get to come in somebody's life and do them wrong, break their heart, trash them, discard them, and then when you're finished and decide that you're bored and done, get to move on into heavenly oasis with another woman somewhere in paradise. Those Fairy tales that typically are rooted in patriarchy and male privilege, talking about the men right now, those fairy tales only exist in novels, in religion, and in your head. Because in in real life, it's not going to go like that. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. If the relationship that you were in was all about money, you know, and it was mainly about what you could gain and material gain, and that's what you were measuring everything by, and that's why she didn't measure up in the end was because, you know what I'm saying, she she didn't boss up the way that you like them, you know, you like them real fancy, and she didn't boss up like that, she was a little too homely for you, she was a little too organic, just know that the next woman coming in your life, she after your paper, you need to understand, oh, especially if you had a woman that stood by you, even though you didn't have anything, if you didn't have money or you, you really didn't have any legacy at the time and she stood by you ten toes when you didn't have anything and went through things with you. She might have suffered with you because of your inability or inadequacy as a man. If that's the case and she stood by you and you still trashed her because of your vanity, your male privilege, your patriarchal mindset and your greed. Just know that the next woman coming into your life, woo, her agenda's so real. She's coming in for what she can get out of you. And she may not present herself as such to you, just like you didn't present yourself as such to that woman that you had prior to this woman that's coming. This woman is gonna play her position just like you played yours. You played your position with the woman that you were with as long as you felt you wanted to before you discarded her, correct? Well, the next woman that's coming, just know she's playing her position, but she going to play her position better than you ever could. All right. You ain't going to never beat a woman playing chess. Let's be clear. okay? like Pac said, you get your name from your woman, a name from a woman and the game from a woman. You you came from a woman. Woman didn't come from you. Let's be clear. So you're never going to beat a woman at chess. You playing checkers. Yeah, so the next woman coming in, she coming in as a devil in a blue dress. She might be a devil in a dashiki. You better be careful. She might seem pro-black. She might seem woke. She might seem a lot of things. But she playing her position because she has been sent to you because of your karmic debt. See, when you come into the relationship um, with a person that you're not sincere to, that you don't love correctly, intentionally, and then you discard, You can't possibly think you're going to exit and go live your little life and get what you want because you want it. You're fooling yourself and you're delusional because you're going to reap what you sow. You will. We all do. So the question is. What y'all out there sowing today? How y'all out there treating people today? Huh? Are you treating people the way you want to be treated or not? Because that's the question, really. Because some of us, some of us ain't doing what we're supposed to be doing. You know, we're pretending. Some of us are great pretenders. We pretend to be people that we're not. We put on this ego that we exhibit and display to society that we're something that we're actually not, that we're more noble or more human, you know, than we actually really are. And, And you're not. So you're pretending to the world, but you got somebody at the house that you're treating like garbage, that you're abusing, neglecting, that you're devaluing on a daily basis. And then that relationship comes to an end. And then you exit that relationship and you have a narrative. You know, you spin a narrative to the people. You spin a narrative to the, pe- the, pus- the person that could be the potential new partner, the new book. You spin a narrative as to why it ended but you're not telling the truth. You're already going in to that relationship with karmic debt that you never settled, especially if you haven't done any self-reflecting. You haven't taken responsibility for anything that you've done. You're lying to yourself and to other people about what you did. You can't possibly think that you don't have karmic debt that you're walking around here with. You're like Linus off the Peanuts, Charlie Brown in the gang. You like Linus. You know, he just had a big dust cloud over his head. And that's what he was walking around with. That's you. That's your karmic debt. Like a big ass dust cloud over your head. <laughs> oh, I show hate it for the new boo. I hate it for the woman that's coming for your brother. And my sisters, listen, if you've been in relationship with somebody like that and you are the woman who was loyal and you got betrayed by somebody who wasn't just know you don't want to be in relationship with that man if he's got karmic debt hanging over his head, because as long as you're there, I mean, your, your benevolence may prevent a certain amount of karmic debt for a time, but you're not going to be able to prevent it all, and you ain't going to be able to do it forever, okay? And, and love can't never be so strong that you're willing to betray yourself being loyal to somebody else. Sometimes you gotta know when to hold them and when to fold them, when to walk away and when to run. Like Kenny Rogers said, you gotta know when to move, girl. Cause that karmic, listen, karmic debt is coming to a person like that. And karma happens to us all, whether it's positive or negative, we all experience karma, all of us. And if you're with somebody and they got karmic debt, they, they more than likely, I promise you, they came into your life with karmic debt and were lying about the last relationship you were in. I promise you that. They were lying. They they came in your life spinning a tale about probably how the other person wasn't loyal, or how they might have got cheated on, or the other person didn't do them right, or, you know, didn't support their dreams, wasn't there for them, didn't believe in them, might have had somebody else. They come in tell, spinning all kind of fancy fairy tales. And because you weren't there, and because you haven't talked to the ex, you are unaware um, of whether these things are true or not, and you can only go off of what you're hearing. So now it's affecting you emotionally and because you're attached in some way, you know, to this person or getting attached. So now you're looking at the ex, the person that they're talking about, or maybe all of the exes. They could be, you know, spinning the same tale about all the exes. They all did the same thing. They all cheated. I've been cheated on in every relationship I've ever been in, but I'm not that kind of guy. or girl, if you're the woman spinning these tales, because there's plenty of women out there who do this too, so this is definitely not to pick on my brothers, but what I said earlier is that typically, though, women have experienced this way more because of the culture here in our nation of patriarchy, misogyny, and male privilege, all right? Now, back to what we're talking about. So this karmic debt you could be like Linus with a big cloud of karmic debt hanging over your head. And you, in your last relationship, you didn't settle that karmic debt. You went out lying. You came in lying and went out the way you came in, which was lying. And that's typically how it happens. However you go into a relationship, you're more than likely coming out the way that you went in. These are facts. These are facts. So, uh no tall side chicks out there. Even if you do steal that man, even if you manage to snag him for yourself and get him to leave his wife, baby, the way you went in is the way you coming out. Because that marriage, that relationship is going to be filled with distrust. More than likely, it's going to be filled with unfaithfulness. And if you marry him, it's going to have infidelity in it. Mm-hmm. And more than likely, it's going to end the same way it started with that person or you finding somebody else while you're still in relationship with that person, just like how you came into it. Karma, baby, it happens to us all. So that karmic debt, you've been in a relationship with somebody and that you came out of because you, cause, you know you either discarded that person or that person ended the relationship with you because they just couldn't take it anymore. And then you, you spend a little time single, but not reflecting and not healing and not paying your karmic debt and not doing any shadow work. You're not doing any of that. You're just looking for your next victim, basically. You're looking for the next sucker to spill your snake oil salesman spiel to so that you can get in the door and start benefiting off of that person's energy and that person's life. Because really, you're just an energy vampire anyway. You don't have any energy to sustain yourself, so you don't know how to be by yourself. You don't know how to be alone. You don't do any self reflection. You look in the mirror and you don't see any flaws. And if somebody were to say in relationship with you, well, what are your flaws? You don't think you need to work on anything? You probably think you don't have any flaws. Well, what flaws could you be talking about? What flaws? Okay, especially energy vampires, y'all. They're quick to say they, they don't know what their flaws are. And if you've ever been in a relationship with an energy vampire or a pathological narcissist, then you know you, they don't reflect. So you can never get through to them. They don't think they have any flaws. They think they're better than you and they will blame you for the hurt that they caused you. Facts. So, with this karmic debt, though, for the traitor, this karmic debt, they've been in relationships prior to the relationship with you, and they had a bunch of karmic debt that they accumulated throughout those relationships, and then they come in your life with all these lies, spinning all these fairy tales about how they were done so wrong and how they were the victim, right? And they get in your life, and now you, you have an emotional attachment, and you you riding for that man. You know, you ten toes in it, and you fu- you you pro, pro-bay. You pro-bay. And you, you know, whatever he said about the ex, you believe it. Oh, she was just a, um, a gold digger. You know, she just wanted money. That's all she really wanted at the end of the day. um You know, and I did. I went to her IG, and I see, you know, she pushing that whip. She pushing that foreign. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she luxurious. You know, she fancy. I, I could see what he was saying about that. No, sis, wrong. When she was with him, <laughs> she wasn't always where she at. There was a time when she didn't have all that. When she was with him, she was struggling with him, loving him, supporting him, crying over him, wanting him, needing him while he was busy trashing her behind the scenes. And when she finally came to her senses and took the trash out once and for all, her life magically started glowing up. She started realizing who she was. She started loving herself, taking care of herself. She started glowing up. And because the magic increased, the rate of the room increased for her, too, and she started getting new opportunities. You know what I'm saying? It didn't just happen overnight for her. So the product of what you may see in that woman today is the reflection of self-love and self-growth, period. It's called glow up. That's what it's called, baby. But, you know, because you're involved with the brother and because, you know, he's spinning all these fairy tales, you you think that this woman is a gold digger, that's all she wanted, she didn't really love him, he's just telling you whatever, baby. He's trying to sell you that snake oil, baby, and you're just buying it, and you don't even know what you're buying. You don't know what you're getting yourself into, you don't understand the level of karmic debt attached to that man's life, all right? So... With a man like that, who has that much karmic debt attached to him, you will be affected by it if you stick around. And you probably already have. And if you left, I promise you, I promise you, if you left and you were serious about leaving and you finally closed that chapter and began your healing journey and never looked back again, I promise you, you don't have any regrets. I know somebody out there can testify on that one. I'm sure. You know, because a man like that, or a woman like that, for my brothers, there there is karmic debt associated with people who put bad energy out into the universe, you know, and come into relationships and do people dirty, scandalous, trifling, and then discard people, break their hearts, shatter their souls, right, and then go off to live their little skippity-dippity little lives, honestly, right? Nah, it ain't gonna work like that. No, baby. Karma, even if you tried to pray the karma away, you can't pray karma away. You can't. There's no way to pray karma away. You cannot do it. There is no way to wish it away. There's no way to have faith it away. You can't. Karma is a universal cosmic law that applies to us all, young and old, black and white male and female, it does not matter. It applies to all creation too. How about that? So yeah, so a person like that, even though you may be the type of woman who maybe you've tried to explain this man's karma to him, maybe you have finally called the relationship quits, right? You walked away, you're on your healing journey, you you doing better than you've ever done, you're happier than you ever been, you're sleeping peacefully again at night. Those tears have been replaced with laughter, you know, and, and you may be at a place where you're trying to tell this man what karma is coming, because as, as a black woman, you know who she is, you know that deity in this dimension, she is creator in this dimension, so you've seen his karma, you've seen it, some of y'all real sharp, you may even see, you may be, even, even, you may, you may be able even to describe this woman, this person that's coming into this man's life in detail. Some of y'all are real sharp. And with with that, you may have tried to tell them, this is what's coming. And it's not because you're wishing it on them and it's not because you're hoping it comes. You're just trying to let them know, hey, just know that because you signed up for this, <laughs> here's the package that you got coming. So, I mean, if I were you, I would go ahead and start doing some self-reflection, start paying down some of that karmic debt because God forbid you leave this lifetime Living a lie, never coming to terms with your shadows, with your ego, with your lower nature, with your wickedness and thinking that you just gone. well, because I have faith and I just I don't receive whatever she was talking about. But that karma she said I had coming, I don't receive it. I'm just, you know, nothing can touch me. I don't care what she said. Nothing can touch me. I'm a child of God. Nothing can. Okay, you keep on thinking that you already have been touched the minute you touch somebody. You set yourself up to be touched. Just know that. Um, And with that being said, that will be your outcome. You will receive your karma. And if you haven't been paying down your karmic debt and if you're not learning your lessons, just know that when you eventually do come out of this body that you're in, that you will pick up where you left off in another dimension, but you won't have the choices that you want Rank here in this life, spiritually, comes from the choices that you make and are consistent with that cause you to grow. If you don't spend time personally growing, healing, liberating yourself, developing, you know, dealing with those generational curses, that karmic debt and all that stuff, you're leaving this body and you're going to take it with you, period. And that's going to be that. So just know that if you come out of this body and you haven't learned your lessons, then your next go round, you're going to be in another body, but who's to say you had enough rank to get another human body. And if you black, who's who's to say you got enough rank to get another black body. If you a woman, let's say, and you're a beautiful woman, right? And you got the potential for all types of power and dynamic workings, but you just trash it all and decide to be a trash human being. When you leave out of this body, And you go into the next dimension and you get ready to go to your next classroom of life and you have to jump in another body to do that because you do no matter where you at. You got to have a body. You're going to move around. You're going to learn these lessons. You're not going to get to escape these lessons. You can escape the people, but you can't escape the lessons. And who's to say that you're going to get another black body, sis? Another beautiful black body. Who's to say you're going to be human, brother? Who's to say you're coming back as a man again? You might be coming back as a dog since you wanted to be one so bad. You better be careful how you play with the cosmos and with the divine because listen, one thing you're not gonna do is outsmart the light. It is not possible. It is not possible. Darkness will never be able to outsmart the light. You will never be able to defeat the light. You really cannot ever even take advantage of the light because the light always knows. So just know that with that karmic debt. You will pay now, or you will pay later, but you're going to pay. And whether or not you believe in karma, whether you accept it, it doesn't matter. It happens to us all. Karma, she happens to us all, but some of us actually have really great karma, have great relationships with karma. And Karma's Cafe is a place we like to sit down and enjoy ourselves and partake of the others who are in the cafe, who are just like us. And we call those people Soul Tribe, y'all. What up, Soul Tribe? What's happening? Yeah, to all my Soul Tribe out there who have good hearts, you love, and that's your intention. You self-reflect. You take accountability and responsibility for you, your choices, your actions, your thoughts. Huh? You, are Soul Tribe. Karma Cafe is a good place for you. It's good when you go in there and sit down because what you get and what she serves you is divine. It's delectable, it's beautiful. It's amazing, it's magical. That's what we love, that's what we love. So, but to the person who is the traitor, Karma's Cafe is not a place where you even like to eat. You say the food is nasty there. You don't like that food. You don't like what she's serving because she ain't serving you nothing you really want. Although you're getting exactly what you order always in Karma's Cafe. Never forget that. So to the person who is not paying down your karmic debt through self-reflection, accountability, responsibility, to the person who's not doing that, just know that you will. You can only run so far. You can outrun the people, but you will not outrun these lessons. You will stay in class and you will stay in the grade of the level of your understanding. You do not get to test out like you do in school and go and advance two level grades up. You can't do that. Not in cosmic law, you can't. You do not go any higher than your consciousness can take you. So if you're a person who's looping, I call it looping when you just keep that thought progression in your mind That consciousness that you have is stuck in a loop of thinking that's not productive, that causes a certain cycle to perpetuate in your life and stay active. I call that a loop. You know, you you keep telling yourself the same thing over and over again about a particular thing, and it causes you to respond to people and to the cosmos a certain way every time. That's a loop. And you, you thinking to yourself, if you're the kind of person thinking to yourself that you don't have any work that you need to do, that you don't have any reflection or or accountability you need to take coming out of a relationship where you know for a fact you didn't do that person right. You know, you weren't good to that person. You know, you didn't give your all. You know, you broke that person's heart. You know, you trashed them. You know, you did, but you're lying about it. Just know you already eating karma. I promise you, you're eating it already in different ways. You, You probably have business relationships that are not honest. You know, every time you try to do business, somebody's always trying to get over on you. You know, people are always being insincere with you. You tend to meet a lot of women, but they all insincere. They seem shallow and superficial. No, baby, it's because you, you attract what you are. That's the beauty of Karma's Cafe. You don't always get what you want, but you always get what you order. You will attract what you are in this universe, always. So I want you to take a look at your life and I want you to reflect. It's time for us to do that. What are you attracting? What seems to draw to you? What type of person do you keep attracting over and over again? What type of relationships do you keep having over and over again? Ask yourself that question. And, and to the traders out there, just know, you can lie, but you can't hide. Remember that. You may have left, either discarded somebody whose heart you broke, or maybe they finally left you Because they finally figured out the truth and when they did, they took their power back and now they won't come back to you. You may be lying to the person that you are with now or the person that you're trying to get with. You could be telling all kinds of lies to this person about why your relationship ended and why it is you're back single and blah, blah, blah. It's not going to matter if that person that you're telling these lies to gets close enough to you, they will learn the truth about you, too. Just like the last person and the person before that and the person before the person before that. You can't fool everybody all the time. It doesn't matter how many people you have in your life. It could be family or friends or old colleagues or old classmates or, you know, people that you know that may not know you like the person that you were in relationship with. You can lie to some of those people. And even some of those people know the truth. They capping. They all cap too, please, especially listen, as a divine being, whether you're male or female, if you are black, you do have radar. If you're a black woman, you are the progenitor of the divine satellite system that decodes and reveals all things. And if you're a man, you are the offspring of that black woman. So you came equipped with the same intuition and the same ability to decode and read and understand energy. You can play dumb all day. So the people in the trader's life, you know, y'all may y'all may know and they don't say nothing. Like, you know, you got homeboys. Like the trader got homeboys and the homeboys know that the woman that he's with, he playing that woman. The trader knows, man, that the the traitor knows that the homeboy knows, and the homeboy knows that the woman's heart is broken, but the homeboy gonna act like he don't see nothing. Honestly. Sorry, y'all. It's all star weekend. It's lit. <laughs> ATL lit up, y'all. And I'm in the whip doing this episode. So bear with me if you will. Won't you stay with me? Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the A. <laughs> yeah. So with that being said, um, the homeboys know. The homeboys know that the traitor ain't no good. But the homeboys ain't going to say nothing. And the family of the traitor, they know too. But a lot of times the family of the traitor, whether it's like the mom or the siblings, they will gaslight the woman that that man is with to death. They really will. Try to make her feel like she's at fault for her anger, her hurt her heartbreak, her frustration, gaslight her, try to manipulate her. And the reason why they do that is because they don't want him coming home to them. They don't want the responsibility. (laughs) They don't want to deal with it. Every time he get in a relationship, they're like, oh, good. We ain't got to worry about that now. Mm -hmm." No, you're going to take responsibility to the family members involved too who helped to raise a piece of trash like a traitor. If you raise somebody... As a woman, and and it's a man that you raised, and you didn't teach that man how to have integrity, how to tell the truth, how to be faithful and loyal, committed, dependable, solid, revolutionary, I blame you first, period. I blame you first, okay? So, nah, you're going to take responsibility too, okay? Because that man, even though he might be grown, he's a product of you. And you're going to stop blaming um these women that he gets in relationship with cuz he's only attracting what he is mhm and you are partly responsible for what he becomes you may not be totally responsible cuz as grown ups we do what we want to do but you know what I'm saying however you program that software that conscious mind right you know in the formative years that's that's the base of all that we think it's the springboard to all that we think although we do add to our conscious minds through our choices, whether that's positive or negative thinking, we add to it as we grow. But at the core of our essence, in our formative years, we were pretty much taught how to be who we become, at least in blueprint, all right? At least in our frame, and that's facts. So if you're, if you're a man and you came from a patriarchal culture or a patri- you know, patriarchal household and you were raised by women that are not revolutionary, pick narcissists, low-functioning, low-frequency, low-vibrational women who didn't have high intellect, who weren't doing their shadow work, weren't self-reflecting themselves, you know, weren't taking accountability for themselves, weren't operating out of their god bodies. If you were raised by women like that, then chances are that's that is the reason why that's, that's the majority of the reason why you turn out to be trash and counter-revolutionary yourself. So just know that like, for instance, if, if you had, or you have a woman that's revolutionary and she has, you know, upstanding character and morals, and she got a creed and a constitution that she's, that she stands by with her life, and you betray a woman like that, you better know, and you can quote me on this, I want you to write it down, Take notes. The next woman that you get will be a counter revolutionary. Mhm. She will. She's gonna be counter revolutionary. And because you're counter revolutionary, even if you stay with her for the rest of your life and you grow old with her and whatever, just know that the time you spend inside of that relationship will not be spent in liberation. It will not be spent in higher vibration. It will not be spent in healing. It will not be spent in illumination. It will not. No, you may experience pleasure. You might get money. You might buy that house after all. You might go ahead and cop the foreign after all. So what? Don't nobody care? That does not signify revolution or personal liberty or autonomy for that matter. You got the game messed up. So at the end of the day, what's going to matter And you're going to find this out as you exit out this body one day. Because when you get ready to exit, I know y'all know and you've heard that, you know, people don't ask for the foreign on their deathbed. They're not asking for the house. They're asking for the people they forsook. They're asking for them children that they didn't take care of. For that friend they haven't seen in a real long time. For that woman whose heart that they broke in half. They want to make amends. Now they want to make amends and set it right. At the end, that's all that's going to matter. It's about the people. It's about our relationships. So at the end of the day, please don't think that because you acquire a little bit of wealth, maybe a decent amount, that it's going to matter. At the end of the day, if you haven't taken accountability over your own consciousness, over your own soul, If you haven't taken responsibility over the growth and development over your own soul, you're not going to be able to hold anybody else at fault but yourself for the work that you don't do to get the rank in this lifetime you're supposed to have when you advance to the next level. It ain't going to be an advancement for a lot of us out here. And that's the tragedy of it all, that a lot of people are really in the dark about how this is going to go when they come out of the body. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're going to find out. You're coming back to repeat what you would not engage in while you were here. Some of y'all been at this for lifetimes, and you still ain't getting it right. This ain't a game. If I were you, I would take this serious. Because one day you will come out of this body. One day you're going to transition out and go back to the assembly and the council and the ancestors to give an account for all that you did and who you did it to. Your rank will be calculated, and that is going to determine your next classroom. Understood? But this karmic debt will follow you for lifetimes. That's what you need to know. Karmic debt don't disappear and evaporate. What you think this is? Fog? No. (laughs) (sighs) This ain't fog. This is karma's cafe, my people. So I think we need to be taken more seriously and taking more account and inventory on how we've treated people that have been sent into our life to help us heal. Because traitors typically, um, they look for healers. You know that, AKA empaths. They look for healers because they are broken. Traitors are broken people. So they look for people with strength, people with healing powers and abilities so that they can latch and attach and siphon energy as energy vampires do. So if you have trashed and devalued and abused and neglected and rejected and disrespected the healers that have been sent into your life, I'm talking to you traitors, if you've done that, I guarantee you you're already reaping karma. But your biggest karmic repay is coming Through a relationship. It's coming. Whatever you did in your relationships to the women you did it to, it's going to be done to you in relationships. It is. Count on it. You're not going to be able to get around it. That's cosmic law on everything. If you trashed a healer and you're a traitor, a devil in a blue dress is coming and she's playing chess, not checkers, and she's going to take you for everything you got in the end. And she will play her position. And she will not drop the ball. And she going to run that ball all the way into the end zone. She going to run it. She running it. And she on her agenda. And she going to play poker with you. And you're not going to know. You're always going to question it. There's going to be something on the inside of you that's always going to question whether she's genuine, whether her love is real. I'm telling you that she is karmic debt. She's coming to collect. And she may not even know it. But this is just how the cosmos work. Forget all them fairy tales, y'all. This is real life out here we live in. And with that being said, it's time that we end this episode, y'all. I hope that you found this yummy. I hope it was good for your tummy. But if you are a traitor, it probably wasn't. It's probably going to get you constipation. <laughs> hey, your fault, not mine. Do better. Do better. But to all of you all who are out here doing the right thing, Soul Tribe, keep doing the right thing, because you will also reap what you have sown. You do good, you get good back. You do good to people, and people, even if they don't know why they're doing it, will do good to you. You will reap what you sow. Keep being real. Keep being solid. Keep being true. Keep being light. Keep being life. Keep being love. That's what you do. Yeah, yeah. This is Raina Mari. little funny fact about me. Um, my middle name is spelled M-A-R-I-E, and I've been pronouncing my own middle name wrong all my life. And I just, in this past year, started trying to pronounce my name correctly <laughs> in honor of my beautiful mother who named me. Raina Mari. That's me. <laughs> hope y'all enjoyed this i hope you stick around i hope you take these cosmic journeys with me y'all because we're gonna keep getting into it and dropping these jewels till next time peace and i'm out